Hello everyone, my name is Rob. The following is an excerpt from a lecture that I gave as part of the Irish History and Cultural Module at University College Cork Language Centre in Ireland. Um, and um, if you want to find out anything else or other information about the course, you can take a look at the show notes for this episode. Enjoy the programme. Okay, so guys, uh, we're going to be talking about someone who's very famous in Ireland, and this is St. Bridget. And Monday is going to be the 1st of February, and Monday is St. Bridget's Day. Now, why is St. Bridget's Day important for us? Well, St. Bridget's Day, the 1st of February, it marks the beginning of spring. So... Um, in in the next sort of week or so, we will start seeing signs in Ireland that spring has arrived. For example, um, young sheep or lambs, L-A-M-B-S, will start to get uh, born. And you will see them running around in the fields out in the countryside, uh, particularly like in, in the mountainous regions of West Cork, where they have a lot of sheep. Um Okay, and then you will start seeing flowers blooming as well. This particular flower that you can see in the picture in the top uh, right-hand corner is called the snowdrop. Um, so they, they appear very early in spring, sometimes the end of January. Um, and um, that's why they got their name snowdrops, because they're white. But also sometimes there's snow on, on the fields at this time. Um, then also you get the buds on the trees. They start sprouting again. Um, so the trees in Ireland uh, during the winter, a lot like many of the trees in Japan, they're deciduous trees. Deciduous means that they lose their leaves during the winter. Um, and it's at this time where we start seeing the buds of new growth and the new leaves, you know, uh, will start to appear on the trees. So we uh, celebrate St. Bridget's Day on the 1st of February. It's the first day of spring. And Bridget is the female patron saint of Ireland. Uh, so St. Patrick is the main one. Uh, so he's the male one. Um, and also there's another saint um, called St. Cullum Kill. Um, and he is probably, along with Bridget and Patrick, the three of those are the three most important saints in, in Ireland. Now, uh, St. Bridget is also known in Irish in the Irish language, as Mwira Nanyel. And that translated into English means Mary of the Irish. So like Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary of the Irish. And this is how she is traditionally represented with um, a cross. Now, uh, Bridget was born in a place called uh, Fockard which is in County Loud, okay? And I'm gonna show you a video a little bit later, or give you a link to a video a little bit later um, uh, from a documentary uh, which shows her shrine in Fockard 
in County Louth. So she was born there in AD 450. So the Celts came to Ireland at 600 BC and St. Bridget was born um, just over a thousand years after that in 450 AD. Her father, his name was uh, Dufach. He was a pagan Tishach or chieftain. So Tishach is the word that we use in Ireland for our prime minister. So our current prime minister, Michal Martin, in Ireland, even in English, we call him on Tishach. Uh, so that translated into English means chieftain or leader of the tribe. All right. So her father was, was a Tishach, was a, a chieftain. And her mother, Breishach, was a Christian. So this was the time... Um, that St. Patrick had just arrived in Ireland and he was spreading Christianity across uh, the island. So Breishach became one of the first ever Christians in Ireland. And she passed on the faith to her daughter Bridget. There are lots of stories about Bridget. Uh, she was supposedly very generous and kind, according to the stories. She always had lots of time for the poor and she had great pity for them and she would never pass, you know, without giving them some food. When Bridget grew up, she decided that she wanted to be a nun. Now, a nun, N-U-N, is um, a person who doesn't get married and decides to devote their lives to prayer. And they go and live in a nunnery or in what's called a convent, C-O-N-V-E-N-T, from the Latin to come together. Um, and uh, it's sort of like a monastery, but for, for women, not for men. So she built monasteries in a lot of different places around Ireland. And it is thought that Bridget was the first nun in Ireland. So she, she started uh, that tradition in Ireland. One day, Bridget went to petition the King of Leinster for some land on which to build uh, a monastery or her convent. The king didn't want to give her any land. So, you know, in a mocking way, he asked her to put her cloak on the ground. So he said, look, I'll give you the land that your cloak covers. Right. So he was mocking her and he knew that the cloak wouldn't cover much ground. Bridget put her cloak on the ground, but the cloak started to grow. And it wasn't, be long, it wasn't long before the cloak uh, covered a huge swathe of land. The king got a nasty shock and he didn't have any choice but to give her all of that land. Bridget built a monastery on that land. And she built a church or a kill. So kill is the Irish word for church under the shade of a huge oak tree. OK, now oak is a type of tree which is native to Europe. Um, it's seen as the royal tree and it was one of the sacred trees of the ancient Celts in Ireland. Now, in modern Irish, this place where she built her church is known as Kildara 
or Kildare in English. And what Kildara means, oak in Irish is Darach, right? You also have uh, the first name Dara, you know, people use that name. Um, so Kildara is the Church of the Oak. So that's where the county and the town of Kildare, that's where uh, the word comes from. So there's still a, a church in the town of Kildare and it's called St. Bridget's Church. So when you come to Ireland, maybe you can visit that church. There's a lot of old folk customs associated with St. Bridget. Uh, traditionally, St. Bridget crosses, such as the one that was uh, that you see here, are made out of reeds. Now, reeds are... Um, sort of grass like uh, a grass like plant that grows in watery areas or next to rivers and river banks or in bogs okay so they're made out of reeds and they're hung around the house in order to protect all those people within the house from fires and from evil spirits during the year now it is believed that bridget herself made the first ever St. Bridget's Cross. One time, Bridget visit, uh, visited a chieftain who was sick on his deathbed. Right? So he was, he was terminally ill and he was dying. Uh, Bridget picked up some reeds that were on the floor. Now, in the past, people would put reeds on the floor in order to keep the floor dry. Um, people often had, you know, a, a mud floor. And she made a cross out of them and used the cross to explain to the chieftain about the story of Jesus's crucifixion. He asked her to baptize him as a Christian before he died. Okay, now, um, the, the personality of St. Bridget um, existed long before the arrival of Christianity to Ireland. Uh, St. Bridget was a Celtic goddess originally. Okay, and the story is that Bridget's father named her after the Celtic goddess. Okay, and there's also evidence that Bridget's cross um, was used in Ireland and also in other Celtic areas uh, around Europe. Um, for thousands of years uh, before the arrival of Christianity. So there used to be important Celtic festivals to mark, the, that should be mark, the beginning of spring. Um, so this is the same time of year as I was saying, this Monday, the 1st of February, that we celebrate St. Bridget's Day. So as I was saying, the Celts had been in Ireland for about 1,000 years before the arrival of Christianity. Now, the, the two people that you see here, right, uh, these are Celtic priests or Druids. So they would um, blow the horns that they're holding in their hands and that would symbolize um, the arrival of spring. And that meant that you're going to see, you know, lambs being born in in the fields. You're also going to see snowdrops and maybe bluebells out in the forests and other flowers. And the buds um, 
arriving on the trees, on the deciduous trees. So this is something that was celebrated. The name that the Celts gave to this festival was Imbolic, right? And that's what we still call St. Bridget's Day in Irish. We call it Imbolic. Now, Imbolic translated into English means in the belly or in the womb, right? So when a woman is pregnant, she has a baby in the womb. So, Imbolic. Uh, so, um, St. Bridget... The Celtic goddess, um, who Bridget the Saint was named after, right? Uh, she was the saint of the spring. And Imbolic was, was celebrated in honour of this goddess, right? So she was the goddess of spring. She was the goddess of uh, fertility, of new birth, Um Expected mothers would pray to this ancient Celtic or pagan goddess uh, before they gave birth or if they wanted to become pregnant. Uh, also, uh, ancient farmers, you know, when they wanted the spring to arrive and the new growth to start, they would pray, they would worship Bridget. So Bridget is this um, figure that was a lot older than Christianity in Ireland. Um, so what Christianity did in Ireland when it arrived was that it took Celtic pagan ideas and it Christianized them. So Bridget was Christianized, if you like, and the Celtic goddess that people used to worship was turned into a Christian saint. Now, there are four uh, big festivals in the Celtic calendar. This is in the pagan Celtic calendar before the arrival of Christianity. And these mark the transition from one season into another. So let's look at the Irish names for these festivals. So you had Imbolic in the womb on the 1st of February. Then the next festival is celebrated on the 1st of May. And it symbolizes the arrival of summer. And this is called in Irish, Bialtana. Bialtana. Now, um, the word comes, first of all, from uh, another god called Bial, or it's called the god, sometimes it's called Bel or Belus in English. And they had this god Bel or Belus also in um, in France, you know, under the Gauls before uh, the Roman occupation and indeed well after the, the Roman occupation as well. There are some places in France and in Germany that are named after Bell. Um, and then the second word, Tina, uh, fire, gives us uh, the second part of the word Bjaltana. So Bjaltana, or Beltane as it's sometimes called in English, is the festival of fire in honour of the god Bel. Now, Bel was the god of the summer and, you know, Bel was uh, associated with abundance and with, you know, um, having plenty of fruit and you know, uh, the the growth that we get of summer. And also he was the god of the sun. 
Um, now, Julius Caesar compared Bell to Apollo. Right, Apollo was the god of the sun, the sun god in the Greco-Roman tradition. So Belus was seen as being the god of the sun. Now we also have an expression in modern Irish, um, which is founded on Bialtana. So it's it's uh, I'll say it in Irish first. It's Idir Ga Tina Bialtana. So between two fires of Beltane or of Bialtana. So that's an expression that we use um, in Irish. The English version of that would be between a rock and a hard place. And what that idiom means between a rock and a hard place, it means when you have a very difficult decision and no matter what decision you make, between two different things, each of them is equally bad. Okay, between a rock and a hard place. So anyway, that's where we get that idiom in Irish from. Okay. So we've Imbolig, uh, Bjaltsana. Uh, the next Celtic festival, which happens on the 1st of August and uh, marks the coming of autumn, and the harvest is Lunasa. Now, the god of the harvest in the Celtic world was Lu, L-U-G-H. Okay, now this god was worshipped all around Europe as well by the ancient Celts, as well as in Ireland. Um, and uh, the, the province of Lusitania, which was a Roman province um, in modern-day Iberia uh, or Portugal. Uh, that, that province was named after Lou. Also, the French city of Lyon in southwestern France is named after the god Lou too. So Lou was the god of the harvest. And Lou, you can compare to the Greco-Roman uh, Ceres. Okay, or um, yeah, any of the of the gods of harvest of crops. Okay, so Ceres is the Greek one, and that's where we get the word cereal from. So Lou was the equivalent of Ceres. Okay, um, and the month of August in Irish is called uh, Lunasa as well. Uh, so that's when we would celebrate the coming of the harvest, you know, and um, the coming of um, the autumn. Okay. And then the final uh, quarter day is Samhain. And Samhain is probably the best known quarter day, Celtic quarter day uh, around the world. Um, now, Samhain is Halloween. Uh, the night before um the 1st of November, okay? So Samhain is what we call it in Irish. Halloween is the word in English. And this is a festival where we mark the beginning of winter. Um, in Ireland, we used to mark it as the end of the light half of the year, right? And the beginning of the dark half of the year when uh, you had, you know, the days getting shorter, 
um, it getting dark earlier in the evening and we had uh, there was the king of the winter and the king of the summer and the king of the winter's reign would start now the king of the winter was uh, usually represented with holly the evergreen uh, shrub and the king of the summer was represented with the oak now you can see here that there's a cross in the middle right so this cross is very similar to saint bridget's cross and saint bridget's cross also existed well before Christianity and it represented, uh, you know, breaking the year up into four parts, uh, the four cardinal directions, north, south, east and west. And then it's often uh, symbolized with a wheel going around it, which represents uh, the, um, the eternal movement of the four seasons. Okay, so even St. Bridget's Cross um, uh, is an old thing that comes from pre-Christian pagan times. So who would have been in charge of the celebrations? Um, well, it would have been the, uh, the Druids, so the priestly caste. And they would have been the ones who, um, who brought in the seasons. And we have songs that we used to sing. Um, and one of them is still sung quite often for the coming of uh, the summer on the 1st of May. Um, it's called Hogamer Fain on Sauraling. I'll give you a link to that song. And it's about, um, it's something that we sing in order to make the summer happen. So, uh, do you remember the name of the place where Bridget built her monastery in Leinster? Well, it's called Kildara, which is this, the Church of the Oak, O-A-K, of, the, of the, the tree, or Kildare in English. Do you remember what Kill means? Well, Kill means church, from the Latin uh, Kel or Cell, little church. So, the word Kill is used in lots of place names around Ireland. That are associated with churches. So you have Kilala, Kilorglan, Kilvik Reanoin, and Kildara. So you know that Kildara is in County Kildare. Uh, what I want you to do, um, and I will send you, I will share the presentation with you guys on Padlet, but is to find these places. Um, on Google Maps and what are the English names of these places right so that's a little piece of homework that you have to do and another bit of homework you have to do is to make St Bridget's Cross okay now I will give you some instructions of how to make St Bridget's Cross um, I'm just going to show you uh, guys if you can if I can show you here right I'm just going to turn my camera around the other side, okay? So if you can see here, right, this is my flat. And above my flat here, right, above the door, you have a Bridget's Cross. Now I'm going to take down this Bridget's Cross, okay? Uh, I'm going to show it to you here. Let me just turn the camera around. Okay, so this... This is the cross here. 
okay? So you can see right that, again, the, 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 the pre-Christian uh, symbolism of St. Bridget's Cross, right, was that the year was divided into four parts, right? So you had, um, for example, the, the summer, the spring, the autumn, and the winter, okay? And then these represented the quarter days. So Imbolic, Bjelzana, then you had Lunasa, and Samhain, or Halloween. And usually you get a circle around it as well, which represents the uh, eternal nature of, uh, of the Celtic year. Now remember, you know, that the Celts were agricultural people, they were farmers. So it was very important for them uh, to understand when the seasons were coming. They had to understand when to plant their crops um, and they had to understand when they needed to harvest their crops. So being able to uh, tell the seasons was extremely important for Celtic society. Now, also, if you look at the Celtic cross, right, so I'll just show you a picture of a Celtic cross. Right, just bear with me there for uh, one second, okay. Uh, let me upload this here now. Right, so here's the Celtic cross that you can see. And can you see that there's a circle around it as well? Okay, and so the circle represents uh, eternity, just like circles represent eternity in um, Buddhism, for example. Buddhism is often represented with, with a wheel. So it's the same thing that we have in Celtic uh, society. Okay, now uh, also, guys, this symbol, right, of um of the Celtic year and of the the four seasons you have this symbol as well not just in the Celtic world in the pre-Christian Celtic world but you also had it in other Indo-European societies for example the Hindi society okay and instead of having um the Bridget's Cross, they have a swastika. Now, in Europe, the swastika is represented, represents fascism, and it was the symbol that was used by Nazi Germany. So we don't use that anymore in, in Ireland uh, or in Europe. But in India, they still use the, the swastika with the old meaning. And maybe even Japan, I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe in in um, connection with Buddhism, maybe the, the swastika is still used uh, with its old meaning. It's pre-Nazi, pre-fascist meaning. Anyway, let me continue with the presentation. 
We're nearly finished now. Okay, so let me um, let me show you how to make a St. Bridget's cross, okay? So what you need, first of all, is you need uh, some reeds or straws, right? About 30 pieces approximately. Uh, then the instructions. So you basically fold one reed and wrap it around um, another one like that. Just fold it around it. And then take another reed and fold that and wrap it around that. Okay. And then you just move in a clockwise motion until you get something like this. Okay, so that's how it should look eventually. Okay, so guys, true or false, uh, Bridget was born in Cork. Can anybody tell me, true or false? No, she, she was born in County Louth. Uh, the Druids were pagan priests. True or false? Well, that's uh, true. Okay. Uh, St. Bridget founded a monastery in Kildare. That's true as well. And there's a church there in the same place today still. People hang St. Bridget crosses uh, in their houses to keep themselves protected from evil spirits. Yes. Michael, yeah. I can't see anything. All right. Not again. Oh my god. Okay. Um Right. Okay, here we go. Hopefully now. Can you see it now? Can you see it now, guys, or not yet? Not yet. Okay. Um, okay. Let me. Uh, what I'll do, guys, is I'll share. I'll I'll share the presentation with you uh, onto PowerPoint. Um, the PowerPoint one. I'll put it onto Padlet. Okay. And maybe I can try just one more time to share this, or maybe look. I can take a picture of the screen. Okay, um, so let me just share that picture with you. Right, so just try to answer these uh, questions. Um, ah. Come on. Okay, so just try to answer those questions that you can see in the picture. I also want to send you two uh, interesting links, guys, um, about Bridget for you to watch at home. And a quiz.
Okay. Now while you're doing those quiz questions, I'll put I'll put the presentation onto Padlet. And uh, I'll also put this audio onto Padlet as well. Okay.